All right, y'all, welcome back. It's the Legacy Podcast, and it's your boy. So, this week has been pretty interesting, uh, more or less, you know, another week down. So, Bay is officially 16 weeks today. So, the baby is on the way. I'm excited, you know. I think that the baby has caused me to do a lot of reflecting on myself and my goals and my ambitions and um, really just made me change, you know, how I was living. Not saying that I wasn't already correcting my behavior, but now it's kind of like on a fast track because I want to make sure that I'm the very best I can be for this child. You know, babies look up to you and I just want to be as perfect as possible. Yes, I'm still going to make mistakes. Yes, I'm going to fail and things won't be easy, but, you know, I want to put my best foot forward. So... Uh, yesterday it popped up on Facebook a year ago I had wrote something about narcissistic mentality and it's crazy because we just talked about you know double standards last week and I think that's so crazy that this week uh, the conversation is narcissistic mentality um, I think it's crazy just because I think they go hand in hand I think having double standards and having a narcissistic mentality go hand in hand. But anyway, so I wrote it for the book that I was writing at the time. It was going to be called Far From Over. I'm still writing it. Um, I don't know if that'll still be the title or if I will end up changing it. But anyway, so I wrote, I love you, but I don't love you. I don't want you, but he can't have you. Strong and independent, I have to break you. You're a good woman, and I know I'll never find another you. Hurt people hurt people. It's the cycle that'll never change. I'm going to tap my name on your soul so you'll never be the same. I'm playing with your heart and destroying your mental. You're so in love with me, you don't see how I'm detrimental. I showed you signs, but you come back to me every time. When it's perfect, it's worth it. You let me treat you bad and you didn't deserve it. You're praying for better and I'm redirecting them to the devil's ear. When I'm done with you, a good man will be everything you fear. I know I can't give you your dreams, so I'll be your nightmare. You tell me you're scared and I'm not listening because I don't care. See, I'm just doing everything I'm supposed to do. You're trying to heal from you're trying to heal from the aftermath, but I'm the drug, so you'll relapse. And I forgot what I was going through at the time when I wrote that. Um Honestly, I think I was I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. But anyway, I wrote that and it's from a male's point of view, but don't get me wrong, women can definitely do the same thing. And I think that's where the mentality comes from when you have double standards, when you feel like you can do something and then another one can't, you know, that's, and then in the aspect of that is, oh, you know, prime example, I've heard from a friend where they couldn't text, they had to text right away, had to let them know when they were going out, going to parties and their partner didn't do that. Their partner just did what they wanted to. And when my friend got mad at them for not, was saying, hey, you do that to me. Why can't I do it to you? You know, his answer was like, he just brushed it off. And I think that not only is a double standard, but that leads to a narcissistic mentality. And it comes from when you think you can blame other people for things that go wrong in your life. We have to take accountability for who we are and not who other people may or may not be. I think it's so easy to point the finger instead of looking at yourself and saying, hey, well, maybe, you know, I don't, you know, I shouldn't act that way or that's not right or that's not fair. 
in all honesty, men and women, I feel like if you don't want somebody, let them go. Like, don't hold up their life. Don't be an inconvenience to them and play on their mental, emotional health because that's narcissistic and that's like the worst thing you can do is like when you start playing with somebody's mental health, when you start affecting how they think and how they feel, like that's a that's a new level of low, especially in the times that we're in when people feel like suicides are at a all-time high and people feel like they can't turn to people. And if somebody confides in you, you should definitely be that confidant. Don't go spreading their business or anything like that. But it's a lot of people out there that are roguish and doggish. Like, I never understood how you could fuck with somebody that fucked with one of your friends. Like, to me, that is disgusting. Like, this is somebody that you called your friend, that you're supposed to have a special bond with, that you call on when you need something and vice versa, and you go and do something like that. But that's another topic for another day. I think it all falls into the same category, though. I believe that when we start talking about behaviors, behaviors are learned. Like, every behavior is taught. So you learned it from somewhere. And like I said in there, hurt people hurt people. So if, you know, I see all the time where people say, you know, this nigga dogged me out or this woman dogged me out. So I'm going to just dog the next one out. Like, I give up on love and I'm going to play the game. You know, that's coming from hurt like you're hurt like i hear people all the time say how they're not gonna date a black woman because all they dated was black women and it led to heartache or how women black women say hey i need to go get a chad and leave antoine alone because chads treat you better like to me that that comes from a place of hurt and in some way shape or form that's narcissistic You've made up in your mind that because of the type of people that you're attracted to affects everybody. I'm going to let y'all think on that. The type of people that you're attracted to thinks everybody is that way. And it's easier said than done. Trust me, I know. I know I sit on here and act like I'm just the perfect angel. And I'm not. I struggle with this as well. But at the same time, at some point, you have to look within and that's why I always talk about self-care, loving yourself, making sure you take care of yourself. Like sometimes females will be like, oh, I need to go on a date. What are you waiting for? Like, what are you waiting for? Or a lot of people have their minds made up on, I need to go on a vacation, but I can't go without friends. Why not? Why don't you go and enjoy yourself? Because we learned that it's better to do things with other people and that it's weird. Like, normalize going out to eat by yourself. Normalize going to the movies. Normalize going to get your nails done, like taking care. Normalize going to get your haircuts or whatever. Normalize being alone. It's okay to be alone. And I think a lot of people are afraid of being alone. And that comes from having somebody narcissistic in your life at one point or another that told you it wasn't okay to be alone like now you're afraid to be alone you're you being alone scares you so bad that you'll sit in a toxic relationship because you don't want to be by yourself and we have to normalize that it's okay to be a loner like man it's so many times in my life where i was by myself like and it made me realize like it made me value my time like, because when I wasn't focusing on everybody else or trying to make plans or fit into everybody else's life, I actually got a lot more accomplished because now I was focused. I was headstrong. I ain't have nothing else to do but grind. You know, and I think sometimes we have to learn how to pull ourselves out of everybody else's life and work on ours. 
it's okay. Like sometimes it's okay to be selfish and you have to learn when to be selfish and when not to be selfish. But if you're hurt, by no means should you go and in inflict your hurt on somebody else. I'm not saying go and talk to somebody, vent to somebody and let them know how you're feeling. What I'm saying is don't go and be hurt because of what somebody else did and then go put that on somebody else that has nothing to do with it. Because again, they had nothing to do with it and hurt people hurt people. That's a narcissistic way of thinking. To think that you can't be happy or you have to inflict pain on somebody else because of what you've been through is wrong because it's a double standard. It goes back to having a double standard because you didn't like it when it was done to you, but you, it's okay for you to do it to somebody else. And while we're talking about double standards, let's talk about religion because Christians, and I know y'all feel like I'm always attacking y'all, but Christians, y'all sometimes are the biggest hypocrites. Y'all have the most double standards and y'all have this narcissistic mentality that one sin outweighs the other. And that's why a lot of people fall off from the church and don't believe in religion because the people that people that want to be so high and mighty normally be the worst ones for example i used to work for some lady and she was <laughs> she was so gospel like oh she could quote a scripture quicker than you could drop a dime but she was always gossiping always telling other people business you know she wasn't acting christian like but she led she wanted you to believe she had to be off in time for Bible study. She didn't work Sundays because she always had to go to church. Bruh, if faking it, if faking it on earth got you into heaven, she'd make it. She'd have a first class flight. Her name would be the first one in the book of life. But it's double standards. And it was narcissistic because she tried to impose her, her Christian views over the store. And what I mean by that is every chance she got to sit there and try to bash some some scripture or something in your face she would or she would try to talk like she she tried to be helpful she trained herself to think that everything that she did she could do no wrong she she didn't know why her store was going in the shit in the shitter she didn't know why people was always stealing out the stuff she didn't understand but it's because you have these people under you that do what they what they want to do because you allow them to now you come in the next day asking what happened you know what happened you know exactly what happened and you sit there and you imply that mentality to try to make it seem as though you're doing everything that you can. And that's a narcissistic mindset. You want to make believe. You want to tell this tale like you're the best thing since sliced bread. So you have this persona. And the reason why most people develop this persona is because they care about what other people think instead of living for them. I could give a fuck less what Joe Jane Johnson got to say about me. They talked about Jesus for the religious people. So what makes you think they're not going to talk about me? Bro, they talk about anybody and everybody. And you got to learn to look at it as, hey, it doesn't matter. Because if you know better, you do better. When you do better, you become better. And if we sit here and we try to be so something that we're not. And then you're still not like. So she wasn't like, she was being fake, thinking that being fake would get her liked, and then you're still not liked. And that, my friends, is how you look stupid. Like everybody gets on social media nowadays and cap like in social media this week it was a big thing about buying Birkin bags first of all I can't afford a Birkin bag and I wouldn't want to buy one even if I could because they are ugly they're not my taste they're not my style they look like save a lot grocery bags if y'all know what save a lot is and I think that it's a hype thing like we put so much focus on material things 
that that's why people are fake. I'm going to break it down because just in case y'all didn't hear what I said. When you put, when we put as much emphasis on material things, that's when people become fake because now they want to live up to the status quo. They may not, they may not live that life, but if they could take a few pictures and put it on social media and y'all think they live that life, that that's how it all started. Everybody's going for clout. Clout leads to the problems that we have in the world today because everybody wants to be famous. Nobody wants to put the work in, but everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants a quick a get rich quick scheme you know i sit here and i look at that stuff and i know i'm not judging i'm just glad that i'm not where y'all are like we put on for people we and, and then we start developing this thing so once we get to a certain point in life we forget where we come from you know we for, we forget how hard it was to get to where we're at and then some of us don't even reach back to help other people that aspire to be where we're at but we'll get, we'll sit there and we'll blame other people for why things don't go right in our lives, not underestimating the choices that we make in life, you know? And I say that because I always used to blame other people. I used to blame my first wife for our marriage. I used to, ooh, I used to hate that hoe. Not to call her a hoe, I apologize. But I used to hate her. I used to hate her guts. And I had to sit down and understand that at the time that when me and her were married, no shit wasn't perfect. We were young. We didn't understand what everything entitled when it came to marriage. And I take blame for it. I mean, we both have our different versions of how the marriage went. And not to say that one is right and one is wrong. Even though we all know legacies that my side of the story is the correct one. But you didn't hear it from me. What I'm saying is, everybody, every story has a villain and every story has a superhero. You're going to be the villain in somebody's story. Regardless of how perfect you are, you're going to be a villain in somebody's story. And when you look at it, why does it matter? Why does it matter how someone else views you when nine times out of ten, they putting on for the next person? See, I've learned that when you sit back and you focus on you and you don't care about other people's opinions, you get a clarity about the world. And that clarity is something that doesn't come right away so it's not gonna be like oh you listen to this podcast and you think oh yeah i'm gonna just change my mindset tomorrow and then i'll be good no it's gonna take hard work it took me a long time not to care about what other people thought about me because we were always taught and this is what i'm talking about every behavior is a learned behavior you learned it from somewhere and i learned that we have to take other people's opinions into account Oh, you know, you got to look a certain way, think a certain way, or you're going to be viewed a certain way. But why can't we just live our lives? Because if you live your life and everybody worried about them, y'all don't hear me though, but I'm going to break it down for y'all some more. If everybody worried about them, do y'all not know that we're cutting down on some of these behaviors we don't like? Do y'all really understand that? Like, think about it. If we stop putting such an emphasis on clothes, you wouldn't have people out here trying to rob, steal, and kill to be in the designer stuff. Because it doesn't matter. Nobody cares what you wear. As long as you're comfortable. Like I told y'all about uh, in the other podcast, I like country music. But I used to not listen to country music around my friends or tell them because it wasn't cool. You know? And I think that's crazy that I stopped doing something that I liked. Because of somebody else's opinion.
And that was a learned behavior. That learned behavior taught me that a lot of people care about what you think. See, a lot of people think that if you put your relationship on social media, oh, he ain't cheating, she ain't cheating. They always with their girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, fiance, wife, whatever. Bro, I know somebody right now that posts their girl 24-7 and is dogging out one of her friends. So to me, it doesn't matter. But because we see it and it means so much to be in everybody else's business nowadays, we think that that's a perfect relationship. You don't know what going on behind closed doors. And y'all up here celebrating somebody else's relationship. But if we focused on ourselves, if you didn't know what the next person was doing, I bet you more relationships last. I bet you people can know that you're together and not know your business. You know, I think when we take away some of the power that we give people, then you become stronger and they become weaker. Like stop giving people so much power over you. Like y'all let these people ruin your day. You Y'all let people ghost y'all. Y'all let people do these things and it affects y'all. If you're doing everything that you know you can do and you being the best you, it's their loss, whether they stick around or they don't. Like you can't be a, you can't be so haunted by your past or you can't be so f afraid to be alone that you start developing toxic behaviors. And then, you know, I look at people and I listen to people and I listen to my friends and I, they tell me about their relationships, their problems. And when they and they say I did everything, I didn't do nothing wrong. I sometimes I I'm like, okay, well maybe you didn't. But 75% of the time, I'm like, that's a narcissistic behavior to think that you did nothing wrong. Not once. Like your communication skills are just on point. You're so understanding. You ain't pick a fight. You ain't get mad. You ain't overreact. You didn't trip. You didn't do nothing out the way. Not once. Your relationship was just perfect on your end. Come on, I don't believe it. We see, and when we get into situations like that, we we don't tell the truth. Like, there's been you you fabricate it because you want to look in the limelight. You don't want to be looked at at the one that fucked up. You know, you want everybody else to feel sorry for you instead of feeling sorry for them, no matter what the situation is. And it's because you value other people's opinion. And then when you value other people's opinion, you stop living. And remember, we said I had the conversation: Are you afraid to live, or you're afraid to die? So, so it all ties in. If you get, you see me putting the pieces together. Do y'all, do you hear me knocking? Well, let me in. Because when you, when you start at square one, and you don't correct that behavior at square one, square two is gonna be the you. You take a step in the wrong direction. You're headed in the wrong direction. And as much as we would love to pull you out and pull you back, sometimes. Your people that care about you the most see you go down that direction because you only gonna learn. You gonna when you get fed up, you'll make a change. You'll make a change. Like that relationship that you were in, and you was like, Oh, I'm never gonna get out of it. You stuck around so long, and when you finally let go, it felt like a weight was off your shoulders. Y'all don't hear me though. I'm gonna repeat it though. It's gonna reach somebody. So y'all ever been in that relationship that you knew you were in too long and when you finally got out of it, it was a weight lifted off your shoulders? Because you started correcting it. You started getting fed up. So 
what happened was it wasn't a turnaround process it wasn't oh i woke up one day and was over him it was a slow process you stop thinking about that person a little less start deleting the photos and then you delete that text thread now when that text thread gone you you're done i might unsave your number i might <laughs> i might delete the emojis but when that text thread gone oh boy when that text thread gone you finished but you took steps and that's what it's every day is another step so don't worry about the step you took yesterday you got every day is a new step and you got to make the most of that step and it's easier said than done because remember we just talked about it it takes 30 days to break a habit so it's 30 steps you got to take 30 steps consistently to get over something but I'll tell you where it starts at Every morning you wake up, you tell yourself you're smart, you tell yourself you're beautiful, that you have a purpose in life, that you're going to get one step closer to your dream. You say that every day you wake up. Write it down. Put it somewhere. Put it on your phone as your screensaver. That way, every day you read it. I don't care where you put it at as long as you read it every day. If you have to set a reminder in your phone, do that because... All these problems that we're having in the modern era of the world could be solved if we loved ourselves a little more. That toxic relationship that you in or that you got out of would have never happened if you loved yourself more. If you took care of yourself, we have to stop being broken and looking at people to fix us. That is a narcissistic behavior. That is the worst narcissistic behavior, I think, because you've become broken and you expect somebody else to put the pieces together. Granted, Someone should make that easier. You know, you should have somebody in your life that makes that easier. I'm not saying you face it alone, but to think that I'm going to come to somebody broken, especially about a past relationship, and expect them to put the pieces together, that's wrong. And that's not fair to them, and it's not fair to you. Because you need to heal. It's all about healing yourself. That, that behavior is a learned behavior. Oh, because we see it on TV where somebody was broken and then they found the love of their life and their life just got better bro i'm gonna tell y'all one thing about relationships that i learned especially since expecting a baby relationships are not easy it's gonna be times when y'all cannot stand each other trust me i know i know it's gonna be times when you like damn but at the same time, you got to know that it's worth it. At the end of the day, you have to know where your goals at and align. At the end of the day, you got to sit back and communicate with your partner and be like, hey, you know, I feel this way. And as your partner or your friend or whoever you're involved with or whoever you're venting to should understand that sometimes I'm not looking for a response. I just need to get this off my chest. And at other times, I need you to let me know. Now it's hard. You it's very hard to pinpoint when those times are. And if you don't know, ask. Be like, are you looking for a response or are you just needing an event? But that communication is key. And why we always talk about our communication skills with someone else, how are you communicating with yourself? How do you tell yourself that it's okay to be hurt? Or how do you tell yourself when you're trying to deal with something? Because it's all important, man. It's all important. Like, we can't sit here and just preach what we're doing if we're not practicing it. So, it's, it's steps. But to feel as though someone should fix you, 
and you come to them broken and they got to fix you, that is putting a lot of pressure on that person. And if that is what you're doing, stop it. Try tr talk about it. Go vent. You have to fix yourself. If you don't love yourself, how can you expect someone else to love you? If you don't have standards and goals for yourself, how can you expect to have standards and goals for somebody else? See, I've learned that I've taken a lot of things in relationships and friendships and in life that I shouldn't take because I try to be so understanding. I try to be so, so willing to help. I'd be so eager to help. And I, I had to understand that people aren't built like me. People aren't going to give the same effort that I give them. So I had to stop putting these expectations. See, I expect the way I treat somebody that they should treat me. I expect that certain things should go without asking. But see, that's a narcissistic mentality. That's a, that's a behavior. That's a learned behavior. You can't expect someone to know something if you don't tell them. And women are good at they're having a bad day or something's bothering them. Like men are just supposed to know. Granted, men are supposed to know that there's something off. But to, to feel as though we know the exact reason of why you're upset, that, that that's impossible. But through communication, you get better at it. You'll know when something's off. You know, it, you have to start looking inward when you start making these changes. When you start talking about other people, you always got to look at yourself first. Like, am I doing everything that I possibly can do? And that's why at work, I don't care what those people say. I don't care what they say about me. Because one thing about it, I work. I get on that clock and I bust my ass. So who cares what they say and what they don't say? It is straight. It's, you know, you have to look at how you want to be presented and what you want to present in life. Because at the end of the day, that's all you have is you. All you have is you. And if you can't fix you when you down and out and you hurt, how can you sit there and expect someone else to fix you when they're down, out, and hurt? You, we have to be so much better than what we are. We have to start taking accountability for our actions. We can't always look the blame. Like, if I miss something at work as a supervisor, it's my job to go back and double check. So even though that person had a job to do and I delegated it to them, it's still my job to go back and check. And that's what you have to do with yourself. Yes, I know it sounds redundant and I know it sounds highly unattainable, but through hard work and dedication to making yourself better, you will unlearn these bad behaviors. And when you unlearn these bad behaviors, you, you, you feel a new wave of peace or a new pressure lifted off of you because now you're analyzing. And sometimes it's, sometimes you're going to overanalyze. So you have to do everything in moderation. But when you break it down, when you sit down and you really look at your life, when you plan out where you want to be at and how you're going to get there and you start worrying about the things that you cannot change and you worry about the things that you can change, when you stop giving other people more love and attention than you give yourself, I promise you, you'll be in a better spot. Those behaviors will start to fall off. Those, those negative energies that you're feeling will start to fade away because you'll stop hanging around it. You'll get a bad vibe. Something to tell you, nah, nah. 
So when you start directing your life, when you take back control of your life, when you stop letting people control your life, when you get rid of those narcissistic mentality people that are in your life, because I promise you there's one in everybody's life. When you get rid of, when you separate yourself, when you say, hey, you can't make it to where I'm trying to go, I promise you, you'll see a change in your life. You'll see a change in your emotional health, your mental health, your spiritual, religious health. But however you'll see it, you'll see progress. And then when you keep stepping on it, when you keep going, because see, then it started being hard. But as you keep getting stronger and you keep practicing it and you keep going and you keep doing these daily checkups and these weekly checkups and these monthly checkups on your mental health, your emotional health, your physical well-being, it gets a little easier. And the next thing you know, before you know it, you're, you've learned a new behavior or better behavior. You're, you're eating better. You're moving better. You're exercising. You want to be around people. You, you start opening up. You start reaching your potential. Because at the end of the day, you have to reach your potential. Nobody can reach your potential but you. You have to reach it. And you have to understand that life is not easy. Life is not meant to be easy because if life was easy, I wouldn't have a podcast because I'd have nothing to talk about. And that's where we fail. I, I think we forget how meaningful life truly is in the aspect of it all. But it's so easy to overlook our decisions, our choices, and blame somebody else that we see no beauty at all. We see life is ugly and everybody's out to get us and I can't have friends because friends betray you and this, that, and third. But I promise you, you let go of that mentality, you let go of that those behaviors, you always think somebody's out to get you, guess what, somebody's out to get you. And the person that's out to get you is you because you're holding yourself back because you're afraid to take the next step. You cannot be afraid to progress your life. You cannot be afraid to fail. And that is one of my biggest things. And I can speak on that personally because there's a lot of things that I have not done in life because I am afraid to fail. It's a lot of things that I want to do, but I'm so afraid to fail because I've failed before and I knew how it felt when I failed. So I don't want to feel that feeling again. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In my Hank Hill voice. Not wanting to feel that feeling again has driven me to the point where failure is not an option. And I'm so grateful that I look at it that way. Because... Failure is no longer an option to me. So I already know I'm never going to feel that feeling of fail, failing again because I I can't fail. I will not fail. I have no choice but to pass, succeed, and be great in life. And it motivates me. Having that mindset, making that switch, that one little switch in my mind is why I'm recording more often, why I'm making time for the podcast. Like a lot of these podcasts are recorded when I can't sleep at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. A lot of these podcasts are in the middle of the night and it comes from instead of sitting there in the middle of the night watching TV or thinking about something, let me go do something productive. Let me go progress. Let me go look up something for on the internet about this business of venture I'm trying to get into. Let, what can I learn today? Or what can I learn while I'm up? Or why am I up? Then I start reflecting. And a lot of my self-reflection comes when I'm on the toilet or I can't sleep or I'm riding in the car listening to music. 
Because that's peaceful to me. That's what brings me peace, you know. You have to learn how to relax yourself, how to get to that calm state of mind. Like, my thing with meditation, a lot of people say try meditation. But meditation is a forced way of thinking, in my in my opinion. Because you're telling me I have to clear my mind to get to this level to even problem solve. So I have to clear my mind of all my problems, which I'm trying to solve, which is why I'm meditating. And don't get me wrong, I'm only speaking from my experience because meditation didn't work for me. But I know listening to music or riding or looking out on the beach clears my mind and it gets me to thinking. So you can't go based off of what somebody else says. You got to find out what works for you and what's easy for you to maintain. You know, I used to have a rule where I didn't talk to people in the car. Like if I was driving, I wouldn't want to be on the phone or anything like that because that was my my time. But I realized that, hey, I was missing out on a lot of opportunities with people because I set these standards and I just had to maximize my time. So you got to maximize your time. You have to sit there and find a way that works for you. That works for you. And, you know, when you find it, you have to protect it. You have to protect it at all costs. If you set this ritual and you say, hey, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. Then you got to stick at it. You got to make it stick. If you say you go into the gym three times a week, no matter how hard it is, no matter how tired you get, you have to make sure you get to that gym three times a week. And the reason why I say that and you have to be hard on that is because when you say something, when you promise to do something to yourself or for yourself, you have to make sure you stand on it. That way you can hold somebody accountable when they say they're going to do something. You're going to be like, well, I do what I do. No matter how tired, no matter. You got to stop giving people room for excuses. See, so so many times we give people rooms for excuses that it becomes a habit. And we can't allow that. You can't allow habits, bad habits to form. So you got to stand firm, stand strong in whatever, you, whatever it is you believe, you got to stand strong in it. Because that's the only thing, that's the only way things are going to change. These past two, three podcast episodes have all been about enacting change because I'm at a point in my life where I know there's some people right now in my life that aren't going to make it to where I'm trying to go. I know I'm going to have to burn, I'm going to have to cut some people off. I'm going to have to, you know, move on. But it's all about pro progressing my kingdom and what I want out of life because I can't put my life on hold for other people because other people will not put their life on hold for me. See, that's where you got to get selfish at. You got to get selfish in your dreams and your desires. Because at the end of the day, if they're not going to do the same for you, then you got to do it for yourself. And then you got to understand. And it's a thin line. It's a thin line. Because once you get to this point, you're not going to want to let it go. But you have to be adaptable. You have to be able to communicate and act change. Be change. Be the change you want to see. Because you might not see it. It might not be your friend that gets the memo. But it might have been somebody that just passed you by. Or it might be somebody that knows you, that watches you, and that you don't even know. Somebody's always watching. Most of my support comes from people that don't know me personally. And so you got to make sure that you're being the best you at all times. Because presentation is key. You don't know who's watching. And sometimes 
your blessing is coming in disguise, but you have to be ready for what you pray for. It's so many times that we pray for things that we're not ready for, that we're not ready to manifest into our lives. Like somebody's out there right now praying for a good man or a good woman, and they're not living a good man, a good woman life. So when they, when God or whoever you believe in, the universe gives you this person, you're not going to be able to cherish it because you're not ready for that blessing. You're not ready for that, that person to come into your life, even though you asked the universe, you prayed to God or Buddha or whoever for that person. So, so many times we develop these behaviors of self-entitlement and we're not even ready to be entitled. So don't, by no means, do you over carry yourself but carry yourself with the confidence don't be afraid of what you've been through you it's okay to be tired but just remember you're not defeated tired but not defeated you have to know your limits you have to know how to break through your limits because the biggest obstacle standing in our way is us and our behaviors that we taught ourselves or that we learned from somebody else. And then we keep these toxic behaviors because nobody's afraid. People are afraid to tell us about how we really are or who we really are because they don't want to hurt their feelings or they're considered a hater or a bad friend. Man, I want all my friends to tell me when I'm fucking up, when I'm messing up. I want my girlfriend, my fiance, my wife to tell me when I'm messing up because that's the only way I can correct myself. That's the only way I can become better because I may not see it. So we can't be ashamed or afraid to be ridiculed from people that care about us. And you know if somebody cares about you or not. You know if they mean well. You may not agree. You might find it aggravating, but you know. And that's important. Because even though we don't ask for their opinions, because God knows I don't ask for a lot. I don't ask for people's opinions because I really don't necessarily care about your opinions. But if I ask you for your opinion, just know that you're a special person in my life. But when people care, they have a funny way of showing it. And you have to communicate. That's why you have to know your love language. Remember I had that episode about love languages? If not, please refer back. But you must know your love language. You must know how to interact with other people. Communication is key. Understanding your who you are inside and out is key to how you progress in your life. Know if you have some narcissistic behaviors. Everybody has some narcissistic behaviors. Know what they are so you can correct them. Because every behavior learned can be unlearned. And every good behavior that you don't know can be learned. That's the great thing about life. Every time you wake up, you have a chance to make a difference. And if you're not waking up every day trying to do something different, learn something new, be someone better, you're wasting your life. And you're always going to have a tough time. You're always going to struggle. But legacies, I promise you, you put in the work day in and day out, you'll get better. Life will get better. You'll start to see things differently. And that's what we want. That's what the goal should be. The goal should be, I want to be better. So what can I do to be better? And ask yourself that. You know, it's okay to be weak. Like I said in another podcast, sometimes we have to be strong enough to be weak and know that we need help. But be careful who you seek help from. And know that everybody you go to may not have what's your best interest in mind. That'll be next week's conversation, guys.
So, as you know, it's your boy Adrian. I'm out. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Please like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Legacy Podcast and how we doing big things over here. And we done.